You're a monster! Well, welcome in to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast. You got your host, Caleb, and the deucer on the line. What's up, brother? What up, baby? Big deuces in the building once again. Yeah, boy. Uh, super excited to talk with you guys today. We got our week eight preview. Going to be a good one. I'm pretty excited. Lots of fun games and possible upsets once again happening this weekend that we need to be able to jump and get to. But first things first, man. How's your week been? Dude, you know, it's been a week for sure. It's 100% been a week. I mean, if we're talking fantasy-wise, I'm I was 3 and 0. I was 3 and 0. I have three main leagues that I really that are my money leagues. 3 and 0 this past weekend. Won me a little bit of dinero as they say down in Mexico. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to lie. Um, I won a couple hundred bucks in DFS this past week, and that was a lot of fun. Um, it's always nice winning, winning some extra cash. Uh, it was, dude, it was that Cincinnati game, man. <laughs> Freaking, dude, I, <laughs> I, played, I played T. Higgins, I played Jamar Chase, and I played Joe Burrow. And that's your luck on that. I don't know if it was <laughs> luck or skill. I don't know if you predicted something with your black magic, Caleb, but somehow, some way, it worked. Yeah, man. I um, yeah, I loved it. At one point in time, I was uh, I was winning a lot more than that. But you know how DFS goes. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. Yeah, it's not how I finish. It's always a. Unfortunately, it never matters how you start in DFS. It always matters how you finish, and uh, my team got hot really quickly and tapered off just slightly enough um, to put me back back down in the hundreds. Um, but, you know, oh well, maybe next week. Um, but let's go ahead, man. Let's jump into these uh, Week 8 matchups. I'm, I'm actually kind of excited about a few of these, and a few of them not so much uh, typical week-in and week-out type mentality. But let's start with this Thursday night game. We got the Ravens and the Bucks. Uh, coming off... Um, well, a very disappointing uh, week, I should say, uh, with uh, the Bucks losing. Tom, Br- I mean, again, we got to figure out what's going on with Tom Brady. I'm, is it is it him? Just is age finally catching up to him? Is it just all the injuries? Is it because Ryan Jensen's really, you know not being able to play because he was he's he's injured? Um, you know, so that's just kind of confusing him. I don't know what it is, um, but this team is honestly it's poised to lose again. The, these Bucks me are going to be three and five at the end of this game. Yeah. And I mean, I really couldn't agree with you more here. I think the morale on that team is so low right now, just between everybody. I think that the Ravens, I think that Lamar Jackson going to blow them out of the water completely. Defense really hasn't been looking too hot the past few weeks either. And I think, I think Lamar's going to put on a great show tonight. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I do agree with you. I think the one thing that I, I, I think is very interesting, Lamar Jackson is 20th in passing yards. And I just find that very interesting when you're really looking at a lot. I mean, he has been running the ball pretty efficiently, and which is great, but he's still not passing the ball well. I mean, he's down here with Davis Mills, Daniel Jones, Marcus Mariota. 
Like that's not good company I would want to be in if I'm supposed to be an elite quarterback. Uh, he he really needs to figure out that passing game. He came out of the season really hot. Um, first game he had three touchdowns, freaking incredible, and he's just really cooled off since then. I think he's going to be able to turn around. This Bucks defense again is very deflated. I'm surprised to hear that Vegas has them picked. The Tampa's got picked by just a point to win, uh, but I, I really don't see that happening. <clears throat> uh, moving on. It looks like we've got a London game once again. I hate these. I don't know how the NFL, like how the players and stuff feel. I hate these games. I can I can never watch it. You know, it's freaking eight thirty in the morning. Um, I got other shit I'm doing. But Broncos Jags, uh, both teams are two and five. And as of right now, Russell Wilson isn't playing. So Russell Wilson, if he is not playing, I don't know what I think of this Broncos team. Um, I I guess let's root for Trevor Lawrence I'm actually not playing Trevor Lawrence this week either actually now that I think about it but I will play Christian Kirk and Travis Etienne Um, but that's really about it I don't look at wanting to play many more people on this uh, either side of the ball what's your thoughts yeah man you uh, you know how much I hate the Broncos you do yeah almost as much you hate Dallas oh a hundred I mean just from a viewer standpoint and watching football, the Broncos this year have been my least favorite team to watch. One, because they've always gotten primetime games. I have seen too much of Russell Wilson suck this year. <laughs> I just have. I'm not I'm not looking forward to it. But the Jags, the Jags being two and five, it really does surprise me. I think they came out of the season pretty decent, having some pretty big wins this earlier this season. But I think that it's I think it's going to be a pretty good game by the Jags. I mean, maybe a one to two possession ball game. And I don't think it's really going to be that much of a blowout just because both teams are kind of like meh. Mm-hmm. But I think the Jags, I think the Jags are going to pull out a win this year. Yeah, I mean, you know, that when you look at these this Broncos team, I mean, the only thing that's really working for them is that defense. That defense is playing well. I will give them that. Uh, but this offense is just garbage. I honestly, I feel, um, you know, we might talk about, we'll talk about this more, you know, listeners on the Friday episode. So wait for Friday's episode, but we're going to be talking about some possible trades, but a guy that I'm very interested in and seeing if they might move is Jerry Judy. Uh, If the Broncos lose this game again, like if they lose, you know, on Sunday and they're now two and what, two and six Mm -hmm. on the season, like, I mean, they might start rattling some people out because you got to trade some people while you can, get some pieces, start rebuilding for next season. I mean, this team's just garbage. It's absolutely garbage. It's a toss in season at this point. You can't come back from a two and being two and six. I just can't see it. Uh, on the other side, like you said, uh, the Jags are going to be fine. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a big game, but definitely play Travis Etienne. Could be something special again this weekend. Uh, we got Panthers Falcons. Uh, looks like in Atlanta, Atlanta's four and a half point favorites. I don't know about that, man. I think, um, I wouldn't necessarily say this is going to be considered an upset because it's only four and a half points, but I think the Panthers got this. I think PJ Walker came out last week, played pretty well, all things considered, uh, you know, with that team losing Christian McCaffrey and somehow winning a game without him. Uh, that was a very interesting DJ Moore actually found the end zone, which was even more exciting for me. But I think I'm going to go with the Panthers on this one. What do you think? 
Yeah, I got to agree with you there. Um, coming off of it, I mean, we both have two monster players off of the Panthers this week. And I mean, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like losing Christian McCaffrey is definitely going to put a stint in the whole and pretty much Carolina's game plan at that point. But I feel confident that DJ Moore is going to play really well. I feel confident that either Chubbo or Deontay Foreman or Dante or however you say it. I know I messed up a little bit last time. Um, you should be. I know. I, I'm I'm pretty confident that this Carolina offense is going to be very well against uh, Atlanta's defense. And Atlanta's defenses were ranked literally the worst in the league. Yeah, it's it's so pretty, there's it's, that. It's pretty bad. Uh, you know, the, but I mean, the one thing that I will give Atlanta some credit for, which you know we definitely do have to give credit for, is they know what kind of team they are. They know they don't have a great defense, and so what do they do really well? They run the ball. You ready for this? Last week, now keep in mind, it's against Cincinnati. Okay. But they lost 35 to 17, and Marcus Mariota still only threw 13 passes. True. They know what kind of team they are. Marcus yeah. Mariota, the week before that, played San Francisco. They won, by the way, through 14 passes. There are two other victories this year. He threw 19, and he threw 20. The most he has thrown all season is 25. That just kind of tells you the mentality that they have down in Atlanta. Like they know that they, the only way they are going to be able to win is if they win the turnover battle and if they win the time of possession game. Mm-hmm. They cannot afford to have, you know, the ball in somebody else's hand. So they're basically just going to hold the ball. And I mean, if you look at all their games 27 23, 23 20. 21-15, 28-14, that's a little bit bigger. And then the 35-17 is the only kind of blowout they had. <laughs> you know, it's they're all, yeah. they're all fairly close games. Uh, so it is kind of interesting to, to, to think about, but I do think the Panthers are going to be able to come out and be pretty successful because guess what? They can also run the ball pretty well. And P.J. Walker is very good with his, you know, time management skills as well. Uh, let's move on to a game I don't really care about. Uh, too much is the Bears and the Cowboys. Um, obviously, you everybody knows we both hate the Cowboys, so I would love to see the Bears win this game. But I also kind of hate the Bears. <laughs> so. yeah, so, yeah, I agree with you on this one. <laughs> like I, I really don't know what to kind of how to feel. Um, you know, I do like Justin Fields. Uh, I loved seeing him be semi successful last week. I say semi successful just because it's. You know, he did it one week, <laughs> but uh, I'd really like to see that happen again against these Cowboys. But I will say the Cowboys are nine and a half point favorites. The over under on this is only 42 and a half. So they believe it's going to be pretty low scoring. Uh, but Dak Prescott's back. He didn't look overly great, but he got the job done last week. Uh, hopefully they'll be able to step it up. But people keep thinking that the Bears are a team that can't win, can't win football games. If you look at these Bears, man. Yeah, their offense sucks, but they're not giving up a lot of points. <laughs> like, you know, 12 to 7 loss. Uh, 29's pretty heavy against the Vikings. 20, though. 20, 20, 10. I know 27, 19, or 10. Like, they're not getting blown out week in and week out. They don't give up a lot of points, and Dallas hasn't really been scoring, so there's a chance that this is actually going to be my upset of the week. I'm going to come out 
right now and say that the Bears are going to upset the Cowboys this weekend. <laughs> Caleb, are you crazy? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, you know how much I hate the Cowboys. <laughs> I know. You know I do. Yeah. But you're really putting the Cowboys defense up against Justin Fields and the Bears O-line. Yep. Yeah, I You know. really, you want to see an onslaught by Leighton Vander Esch and him just crack Justin Fields in the middle of the field. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I think we need to make a little bit of a bet. We need to do it. <laughs> Is this our is this our wager for the week? See, I was gonna either do this one, or if you really wanted to get spicy, Lions Dolphins, I'm taking the Lions. You that's feel- what that's what my upset would be this week. You gonna take the Lions over the Dolphins this week? I am. Let's just do. And- a, we'll just do. A, we'll do a bet with both of them. I like this. I think the reason I like this is because Dallas is nine and a half point favorites. So this is probably the craziest upset that could possibly happen this week. Um, even the uh, where was it? The Lions, Dolphins. They only got the Dolphins by three and a half. Seriously? Yeah. Well, because dude, the Lions are putting up points. Yeah, that is true. They but can't, they're also losing they games. They well, yeah, but because that's because they can't stop anything on defense. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like that team literally. And sorry, Carlos, because I know you're a big Detroit fan, but that, that team literally, you can put twenty players on defense and they'd still give up points. Like, it is that bad. <laughs> but you know, the funny thing about this is the Dolphins' defense is ranked, or, yeah, the Dolphins' defense is ranked 26th, and the Lions' defense is ranked 23rd. <laughs> okay. So, te- theoretically, the Lions have a better defense yeah. than the Dolphins right now. Is that in total yards, though? Or what is that, that is in total yards. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. That Plus, is, that is guess who's back this week? Who? DeAndre Swift. Mm. Is Amon Ra back? Is he or is he still questionable for this weekend? Um, I believe. Let me get, get one second. He is still questionable with that concussion. Um, but apparently. He Dan Campbell was saying that it looks good for him. Yeah, he he's at least that, practicing. So yeah, he's practicing, and he's running around, quote unquote. All right, what do you want this bet to be? Ooh, um, we're just gonna go on the air here. I did, Caleb. I didn't even see any pictures of you in a cowboy shirt. Well, I'm still waiting on what shirt you want me to get. Oh, I need to pick it out. I forgot. Yeah, you got to pick it out. Okay. Well, then, um, I, then I got to make money to buy it, so you're gonna have to give me some time on that. But well, you apparently made a couple hundred bucks on PFS this weekend. It can go into that fund. Hey, don't forget, I got a daughter, man. All that went to <laughs> all that, and, and I got a wife. So all that went to, uh, you know, the the beautiful women in my family. <laughs> you're such a cheese ball, man. <laughs> Pick out the shirt. I'll yeah. find a way to get it. We'll make it happen. Yeah, we're. Uh, let's talk about this off air. All right, because then we got to make a punishment for Devin. Oh, we're gonna do the punishment for Devin too. I'm I'm fine with that. I think it's just gonna be a little bit funny, just yeah. because. You know what? If he doesn't say anything the rest of the week, we know he didn't listen to the episode. So then we can just punish him for not listening to the episode. It, you even see what better. I'm yeah. Two birds, one stone. Two birds, one stone. 
All right. So we did just talk about the Dolphins Lions. You think the Lions are going to upset the Dolphins here? Is that a, is that your official statement on this? That is the big deuce of the week. All right, that's the big deuce of the week. All right. Let's move on to our last oh, hold on. I think we have two more games. Sorry. Let's do the Cardinals and the Vikings. Uh looks like they're playing in Minnesota. I'm not gonna lie. I, I think this is surprising. The Vikings are five and one and winning that division. Now, I'm not saying okay, it's surprising in the sense where it's like, what did you expect? They got Justin Jefferson. He's like the best wide receiver in the league. Yeah, you're not wrong. Oh, they also have Dalvin Cook. You're also not wrong. I'm shocked because this defense just a year ago was one of the worst defenses in the league. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, um, this team's completely turned around with Kevin O'Connell just rushing it out there as a first year head coach and is five and one. And going up against Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray and all of these now wide receiver weapons that they still or have now gotten. DeAndre Hopkins is back. They got Robert Anderson down there now. They still have Rondell Moore. Uh, you know, <sighs> interesting. But that Cardinals defense has not been playing up to snuff as they have continued to do year after year. I got to go with the Vikings. They got Vikings up by three and a half. I think the Vikings got this game on lock. And I, I'm poised to say Kirk Cousins is going to have a pretty big game. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on that. I think the Vikings have had just such a consistent season. They've just been, I mean, that offense has just been putting up points, man. And they're looking good. Justin Jefferson, once again, best wide receiver in the league. I mean, there's pretty much no argue with that, no debate. And I just think that the Cardinals offense, I mean, you know, you know how apt I was to talk about Robbie Anderson getting traded, how hyped I was DeAndre Hopkins was back. That offense just doesn't have all the gears turning right now. And like you were saying, that Vikings defense is looking very nice this year. And I just don't think the Cardinals are going to be able to keep up with the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, we're just looking, you know, at total yards here. Uh, but the Vikings are ranked 14th in total yards on their defense. And the Cardinals, where are you guys? 27th. I mean, you're down there with. You know, which is crazy to also say the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Steelers, the Seahawks, and the Falcons. You know, pretty uh, pretty bad people. I mean, what's funny is to say the Chiefs have the 29th worst defense. You know, again, in to- again, this is just total yards, but still. <laughs> uh, their offense definitely makes up for it. Uh, this offense won't. You don't have Patrick Mahomes. You've got Kyler Murray. Uh, Kyler Murray's, he's been fine. You know, he's got DeAndre Hopkins back. This team's three and four. I'm looking at this team as not good. Like, I don't know. I really thought that the Cardinals are going to be fighting the Rams for a playoff spot. Both of those teams now are kind of fighting for like, I mean, guys, I'm worried that Seattle's going to finish ahead of them. <laughs> like, I'm serious. Like, Geno Smith is having a hell of a year at the quarterback position compared to Kyler Murray and Matthew Stafford. Just my opinion. Vikings got this on lock. Let's move on to the Raiders and the Saints. Uh, looks like they've got Vegas by one and a half. They are playing in New Orleans. They have a 49.5 over under. Both teams, well, I shouldn't say that. Both teams only have two wins. Raiders are two and four. The Saints are two and five. 
Raiders just came off their bye week, if I'm not mistaken. Raiders are on bye right last week, right? Uh, uh, correct, yeah. No, they weren't. Crap. Did no, they, they weren't? No. They played the Texans. What was their bye? I guess the week before. Huh. I don't know. Well, never mind. Uh, they did have the bye week already, but still. Anyways. Uh, Devonta Adams going to have a massive game. Down with that. Josh Jacobs should have a huge game as well. Not a fan of playing Derek Carr this week, uh, but I will play the other two. On the Saints side, Chris Olave is about all I, I see anymore that's worth it. Um, Alvin Kamara uh, is not Alvin Kamara. If, is that is that okay to say? <laughs> I, yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> is that is that all right? I mean, he's don't get me wrong. He's scoring some heavy point games. He had 17 points last week, 18 the week before, 22 the week before that. Um, didn't play against Minnesota. Didn't play against Tampa. Seven and six are those other two games. It's just he's not Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is consistently putting up 20 to 25 point weeks, if not hitting the 30. I still think he could be an RB1 this week, but he would probably be a back end, maybe that 11, 12, maybe that flex of the 13 spot. Uh, but I, obviously, if you have him, you're still going to play him, but I don't anticipate having a big week from him. What are your thoughts on this game? I feel like this is going to be very boring. Um, like you were building off of that Saints rushing game. Alvin Kamara has no touchdowns on the year this year. Taysom Hill has five. <laughs> and. Alvin Kamara is just not Alvin Kamara. I mean, coming off a, he had a pretty bad season last year, and he was was he he was injured last year or something was going on. Correct. Well, he only played thirteen games. Yeah. So, I know there was something going on last year, and still a pretty mediocre season. But he was coming off a sixteen touchdown season, and that was when Alvin Kamara was Alvin Kamara. That's when he was doing great. This year, not doing well at all. I mean, Taysom Hill, if you look at it, Taysom Hill is less than 75 rushing yards away from catching Alvin Kamara to lead the Saints as the top rusher. That's an insane thing to think about. Yeah, that is and not good. I don't think, I don't think Andy Dalton can perform like he should be. I think, yeah, I think the Raiders got this game in the bag. Yeah, I mean, Andy Dalton, you know, it was really frustrating to me is I was, you know, I was actually watching that game last week and I'm sitting here thinking like, man, dude, Andy Dalton really just uh, throw four touchdowns in this game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, he also threw three interceptions. So I did a DFS game um, for that matchup and I didn't play Andy Dalton. In my captain spot, I went back and forth. I'm like, should I do this? Should I not do this? I decided against it. I'm like, there's no chance he's going to have a huge game. So I ended up putting, um, who did I end up putting in there? I can't remember who I ended up putting in there, but I think it was a wide receiver. Uh, but I ended up putting a wide receiver in there and he goes and throw. And, and at the beginning of the game, I'm like, oh, good decision. He's three interceptions. And then he goes and finishes with four touchdowns and 29 points. And I was just kind of like, son of a gun. Should have put him in that position. Um, but that's kind of what you get out of him sometimes is you he might score two or three, maybe even four touchdowns a game, but he's definitely throwing two or three picks with it as well. Kind of Jameis Winston. Like they're, you know, they do the same thing. But all right, so we both think the Raiders are on this one as well. 
So that's it, guys. We're, that's part one. We're going to be finishing up the rest of this um, next episode. So stay tuned for the rest of the weekend's matchups. Also, on our next episode, we're going to be talking to some guys that are possibly going to be on the move. we got the trade deadline coming up, and there could be some big splashes. We've already seen some big changes take place um, already. Robert Quinn got moved. Chris McCaffrey's gotten moved. Guys, things are going to happen this trade deadline, I'm hoping, in the NFL. It's going to be way more interesting than usual. Uh, but thanks again, guys, for listening to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast, and we will catch you next time. Take care, bless your hair, guys. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be rude, in the mood. I can be rotten. I can be cool, man, like a fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you.